Welcome to the ET Considers Everything podcast for Saturday, October the 19th, 2019. This edition will be taking a look back at the high school football weekend that was last night. And what a fantastic high school football Friday night it was. Take a look at the early action from the NCAA football action today, along with a look back at the UVA Wise Highland Cavaliers football matchup as well. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get going with this podcast This week was a big one in Southwest Virginia, as we had many pivotal games against each other. Teams that were jockeying for position inside the Mountain 7 faced off, and the marquee matchup of the weekend in the Mountain 7 was between Union and Central. Union entered this matchup at 6-1, Central was at 4-2. This game was on 92.5 WLSD, the voice of the Bears, and a fantastic football game it was, and... A really a surprising result in a lot of people's eyes and definitely in my eyes as well. As Central defeated Union last night by a score of 21-13. to 13. Central really controlled the clock from start to finish throughout the game. Uh, had a great game plan, controlling the clock, running the football, pa- uh, making timely passes when they needed to, and just had a great game plan against the Union Bears last night who were coming off probably the biggest win of the season, defeating Ridgeview last week, 32-26. to Central comes up big, defeating Union 21-13 to last night. Other matchups and scores from around the region last night on 935 WAXM in the game of the week. It's 2-4 and four east side to traveling to Nicholsville to take on 4-2 and two Twin Springs. Eastside came out victorious in that game, 20 to nothing, on the strength of a Grayson Whitehead touchdown and two Bryce Shepard touchdowns. Eastside has been very impressive here over the past couple weeks, picking up two big victories to get back up to three and four on the year and have a chance to make a run here throughout the last portion of the season to maybe get back into the playoff hunt. Last night, Ridgeview was 5-1. and one. They traveled to Bristol to take on 1-5 and five John Battle. Ridgeview defeated John Battle by a score of 44-6. to six. A good bounce-back win for the Ridgeview Wolfpack, who lost their first game last week to Union, as I mentioned earlier, by a score of 32-26. They rebound, pick up a victory. This sh- sets up a big-time showdown next week as Ridgeview will host Abingdon in a pivotal Mountain 7 District contest. Last night, J.I. Burton was 4-2. They traveled to Grundy, who was also 4-2. J.I. Burton wins this contest 40-19. J.I. Burton has now won four straight games since starting the season 0-2. Grundy has lost two of their last, excuse me, three of their last four games after starting the year 3-0. Lehigh was 0-6. They traveled to Legion Field last night to take on 2-5 Gate City. Gate City defeated them 51-27. Gate City is a team that has been on my radar here over the past number of weeks. They uh, started out with a huge victory over Richlands and lost five in a row. Um, Now they've won two straight games. They're back up to 3-5 and and have a chance to end the season strong. Potentially in the year 5-5 five and five and to uh, get a chance to make the Region 2D playoffs if the power points end up in their favor and they make the top 8. Dan River was at Appomattox last night. Dan River was 5-2 and two entering the game. Appomattox was 4-2. and two. 
Appomattox defeats Dan River by a score of 42, excuse me, by a score of 33 to 13. Lebanon was 0-6 last night. They traveled to Castlewood, who was 4-2. Castlewood defeats Lebanon 34-14. The first victory for Castlewood in this rivalry between these two schools since 1987. Both of these schools are in Russell County. And it's a uh, big-time victory for Castlewood. They go to 5-2. and two. This sets up a big-time matchup between Castlewood and Jai Burton inside the Cumberland District next, next week, which will be the game of the week on 93.5 WAXM. Royal Treat was 3-3. Three and three. They traveled to Chilhowee to take on 5-1 and one Chilhowee last night. Chilhowee defeats Royal Retreat by a score of 42-7. to seven. Big win for Chilhowee. They go to 6-1. and one. They have a big showdown with Patrick Henry coming up in a couple weeks that definitely has my interest peaked. And, you know, Chilhowee has been a team that has been steady throughout the past number of years. And I've been very impressed by their style of football. They graduated, I believe we were talking about it there a couple weeks ago on the scoreboard show. And I believe they graduated about 18 to 20 seniors excuse me, off of that team, and they continue just to rebuild and reload, very similar to what Union is doing on the Region 2D side, and show how he picks up the win in that contest over Rural Retreat, 42-7. to Galax was 4-2, and two. they traveled down to George Wythe last night, uh, Galax defeated George Wythe by a score of 45-14, to 14. um, Big win for Galax. Uh, George Wythe had been very impressive throughout the last few weeks and had really um, kind of positioned themselves to be up at the top in the uh, Region C playoff rankings and uh, had a chance to continue to play strong over in Region 1C. But uh, Galax picks up the win. They defeat George Wythe by a score. <clears throat> Excuse me, once again, 45-14. to 14. I've been battling a cold, so I apologize if I have to cough every now and then to catch my breath. Glenver was 2-3. and three. They traveled to Floyd County last night to take on 4-2 and two, uh, Floyd County, and Glenver ends up picking up the victory in this matchup, 38-21, to 21, and kind of a mild upset. Glenver has uh, not been playing strong this year, and... They had uh, an opportunity to pick up this upset, and they do so. Virginia High 0-6 on the year, traveling to Graham 4-2. That Virginia High record is uh, kind of deceiving. Um, Virginia High is a lot better than that record. I know a lot of, what a lot of people are thinking right now. Well, E.T., why are you saying that? Um, I just call it like I see it. You know, they played Central very hard. They played a Chilhowee team who's up at the top of Region 1D. It's very hard as well. They play Graham last night. Graham defeats Virginia High by a score fifty-one to twelve. Graham just continues to roll. They only have two losses on the year. They lost to Bluefield West Virginia in their opening game, then lost to Graham in their third game of the season. Since then, they've reeled off four victories in a row. They go to five and two on the year. Northwood was one and four last night. They traveled to Holston. Holston defeated Northwood by a score of 47 to nothing. A very impressive win for Holston last night. A uh, great win for them. They go to 3-4 and four and kind of uh, position themselves back into the playoff hunt. Uh, 
in Region 1D as well. Um, we'll see as the season progresses how that ends up. Hurley was 3-3. Three and three. They traveled to Honeaker, who was also 3-3 three and three entering this game. Honeaker defeats Hurley by a score of 36-30 in two overtimes. Honeaker clinches the Black Diamond District Championship as a result. And we've had this conversation either at WXM in the studio or around campus at UVA Wise where I work in the Sports Information Office volunteering. Honeaker is a very interesting team. And they there is a scenario that they could go five and five, be the Black Diamond District champions. <coughs> Excuse me, but they end up not making the playoffs. That's a uh, hard thing, really, to kind of look into. But you know, it's it's possible that um, these things happen. So we'll just have to wait and see how uh, it'll play out for Homemaker. Richlands was 3-3 three and three last night. They traveled down to Marion. They defeat Marion, who was 1-6 entering the game by a score of 38 to nothing. Richlands is a team that I would not want to face right now. They're a team that are on a mission since starting out the year roughly. Um, I believe they're 1-3. and three. Uh, Now they're 4-3 and three and continue to roll. And uh, like I said, they're a team that are um, definitely on a mission to... Uh, Ride the ship for sure. Eastern Montgomery was 0-5. They traveled to Narrows last night to take on 5-1 Narrows. Narrows defeated Eastern Montgomery by a score of 47-12. A big win for Narrows. Um, they continue to roll. They're 6-1 and uh, look to be the dominant force in Region 1C. Them and George With and Galax will be jockeying for position for the top three spots in Region 1C. Radford was 6-0. They hosted 1-5 Allegheny last night. Radford defeats Allegheny by a score of 72-6. Big win for Radford last night. <clears throat> Unica, Tennessee, excuse me, was 1-5. They traveled to Rye Cove last night in the uh, uh, Eagles' Nest to take on Rye Cove, and Rye Cove ends up victorious. They defeat Unica by a score of 60 to 42 sounds more like a basketball score than a football score there. Bluefield, West Virginia was 5 and 1. They traveled to Tazewell last night to take on the 4 and 2 Tazewell Bulldogs. Bluefield ends up getting the victory in this matchup 35 to 7. The last game in Southwest Virginia was Thomas Walker who was number 2 entering the PowerPoints this week at Region 1D. 5 and 1 taking on the 2 and 4 Twin Valley Panthers. Twin Valley uh, ends up losing this game to Thomas Walker. Thomas Walker picks up the victory by a score of 36-6. to When we come back, we'll take a look at the Northeast Tennessee High School football um, week that was. And we'll continue to review more. Back with more of the UT Considers Everything podcast in just a moment. We're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast. Now let's take a look at the Northeast Tennessee High School Football Week that was week number nine already in Northeast Tennessee. and The season just continues to fly by, ladies and gentlemen. It's always a uh, fun time to see how these games play out over in Northeast Tennessee. Roan County was 5-2 and two last night. They traveled down to Alcoa to take on 6-1 and one Alcoa. 
Alcoa wins this game over Roan County by a final score of 56 to nothing. Alcoa is one of the powerhouse teams in Region 3A over there in Northeast Tennessee, and they continue to roll. They go to 7-1 on the season. Knox Carter was 3-4. They traveled to Knox Central last night, who was 7-0. Knox Central defeated Knox Carter by a score of 30-10. Knox Central goes to 8-0 on the year, and they look to be a big powerhouse, I believe, in either the, I believe they're in the 5A rankings over there, so they got a good chance to host a lot of home playoff games in the TWSAA playoffs. Chucky Doak was 4-3. They traveled to Claiborne, who was also 4-3. Chucky Doak defeats Claiborne last night by a big margin, 62-16. to uh, Probably the most impressive win of the season so far for Chucky Doak. i got to give them a lot of credit for going on the road. To pick up a big win like this is definitely a lot to see how they do, no doubt about it. Cloudland was 2-4 and four last night. They traveled to Jellicoe, who was 3-3. Three three. Cloudland ends up winning this game by a final score of 50-28. A very impressive performance by Cloudland on the road. They end up picking up this victory. They're in Region 1 over in TSSAA, so we'll see how they continue to play on through the rest of the season and maybe can try to sneak in to the playoffs. Cock County was 1-6. They traveled to Daniel Boone last night, who was 3-4. Daniel Boone defeated Cock County by a score of 30-13. Daniel Boone goes to 4-4 four four on the year and are trying to sneak their way back into the playoffs in the Region 4A side of the things in Northeast Tennessee. In a big-time showdown game last night, Tennessee High was 6-1. They traveled to David Crockett, who was... 7-0 and entering last night's game. Tennessee High defeats David Crockett by a score of 28-21. Preston's performance last night by Tennessee High going on the road to pick up this game. Kind of a mild upset. Tennessee High's of the 5A. David Crockett's 5A as well. So this is a matchup we could see potentially down the road in Northeast Tennessee in the TSSAA playoffs. Just depends on how things will play out in the bracket. Dobbins-Bennett. 7-0 last night, they traveled to Morristown West. Take on 1-6 Morristown West. Dobbins-Bennett defeats Morristown West by a score of 42 to nothing. Dobbins-Bennett's just been playing strong football all year in 6A. And you have to give this team a lot of credit. 8-0, Graham Clark retired as the coach a couple years ago. And they can just continue to play very strong even in his absence. You have to give this team a lot of credit for standing in the face of adversity, no doubt. Elizabethan was 7-0. They traveled to Greenville last night, who was 6-1. And, and Elizabethan ends up winning this game by a final score of 24-21. This is Elizabethan's first win over Greenville, and I believe, I want to say it's been about eight or nine years. And uh, big upset for Elizabethan. They pick up this game. You got to give them a lot of credit for going on the road and winning this huge matchup. Bearden was two and five. They traveled to Farragut, who's three and four. This game was played Thursday night. Farragut defeating Bearden by a score fourteen to seven. Another impressive performance for Farragut. They go to four and four on the year, and are kind of positioning themselves to have a chance to make the playoffs. Knox Fulton was one and five. They traveled to Campbell County last night, who's four and three. 
Campbell County defeats Knox Fulton by a final score of, excuse me, Knox Fulton defeats Campbell County by a final score of 24 to 6. Knox Halls was 5 and 2. They traveled to South Doyle, who was also 5 and 2. South Doyle wins this matchup by a score of 49 to 21. Now, usually the Knoxville schools are very competitive in these types of games. Usually they'll see them win these games more times than not. South Doyle is in Knoxville as well. So it adds a wrinkle to the uh, fair there. But South Doyle picks up the win, 49-21. to 21. South Green was 8-0. They traveled to Hampton, who was 5-2. and two, And Hampton just absolutely dominated this game. From start to finish, Hampton defeats South Green by a final score of 30 to nothing. Happy Valley was 6-1. They traveled to the Sullivan North last night, who's 4-3. Mild upset here. Sullivan North defeats Happy Valley by a final score of 24-14. Johnson County was 3-4. They traveled to North Green, who is 3-5. And Johnson County ends up picking up the victory in this game by a final score of 45 to 22. Maryville, who is 7 and 0, they travel to Utawa, who is 2 and 5. That's always fun to say, Utawa. It's a fun school name to say. Maryville picks up the victory in this game by a final score of 38 to nothing. Morristown East, they were 0 and 7. They traveled to Volunteer, who's 3 and 4. And Morristown East ends up, <coughs> excuse me, picking up their first victory of the year, defeating Volunteer. By a final score, 28-23. Pigeon Forge was 1-6. They traveled to Austin East, who was 4-2. Austin East defeats Pigeon Forge by a final score of 39-3. Knox West 5-2. They traveled to Powell last night, who was 7-0. And Powell defeats Knox West by a final score of 52-20. Granger was 4-3. They traveled to Sullivan Central, who was 2-5. Granger defeats Sullivan Central by a final score of 38-19. to Sullivan East was 2-5. They traveled to Sullivan South, who was 4-3. Sullivan South wins this game by a final score of 48-7. In the final matchup in Northeast Tennessee, Unicoi County, who entered this game at 4-3, traveled to West Green, who was 3-4. And, and Unicoi County defeats West Green by a final score of 53-34. When we come back on the ET Considers Everything podcast, we'll take a look at the action from Southeast Kentucky and the college football scores from earlier today and catch you up on what's going to be taking place in the NFL tomorrow on Sunday, week number seven in the National Football League, week number eight in college football. Back with more of the ET Considers Everything podcast in just a moment. And we're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast. Now taking a look at Southeast Kentucky action from last night. Lawrence County, who was 2-5, they traveled to Belfry, who was 5-2. Belfry defeats Lawrence County last night by a final score of 48 to nothing. Bell County, who was 7-0, they traveled to Jackson County, who was 3-5. Bell County wins this matchup by a final score of 45 to nothing. Betsy Lane, who was 2-5, they traveled to Paintsville, who was 5-2. Paintsville defeats Betsy Lane by a final score of 44-0. Breathitt County, who was 7-0, they traveled to Knott Central, who was 2-5. Breathitt County wins this matchup 
by a final score of 56 to 8. Eastridge was 0-7. They traveled to Shelby Valley, who is 6-1. Shelby Valley picks up the victory in this matchup over Eastridge. That final score, 50-14. Harlan County was 6-1. They traveled to Johnson Central, who was 7-0. Johnson Central defeats Harlan County by a final score of 50-6. Harlan Independent, who was 1-6. They traveled to Lynn Camp, who was 4-3. Lynn Camp ends up getting the victory in this matchup over Harlan by a final score of 32-20. to 20. Pikeville, 7-0 entering this matchup. They traveled to Hazard last night, who was 4-2. Pikeville defeats Hazard by a final score of 42-0. to zero. Knox Central, 2-5. They traveled to Wayne County last night, who's 6-1. Wayne County ends up picking up the victory in this matchup over Knox Central, 49 to 34. Leslie County was 3 and 5 traveling to Morgan County last night who was 1 and 6. Leslie County defeats Morgan County by a final score of 41 to 8. Pike Central was 4 and 3. They traveled to McGoffin County last night who was 4 and 4. Pike Central defeats McGoffin County by a final score of 42 to 6. Clay County was 4-3. They traveled to Perry Central, who was 1-6. Clay County defeats Perry Central by a final score of 49-20. Pineville was 4-3. They traveled to Williamsburg, who was 5-2. Williamsburg defeats Pineville by a final score of 44-6. Prestonsburg was 2-5. They traveled to Bath County, who was 3-4. Bath County defeats Prestonsburg by a final score of 19-6. Southwestern was 4-3. They traveled to Pulaski County, who was 6-1. Pulaski County defeats Southwestern by a final score of 35-14. In our final game, it was Whitley County taking on North Laurel. North Laurel was 3-4. Whitley County 2-5. Whitley County Defeats North Laurel by a final score of 14 to 0. So there's your look at all of the action across Northeast Tennessee, Southwest Virginia, and Southeast Kentucky that took place this past week. Let's take a look at the early college football action from today in the NCAA football top 25 rankings. Last night in college football was number four Ohio State. They were six and zero. They traveled up to Northwestern last night to take on. Uh, the 1-4 and four Northwestern Wildcats Ohio State ends up winning this matchup over Northwestern final score 52-3 Early college football action from today number 3 Clemson was at 6-0 and at Louisville who's 4-2 Clemson wins this matchup by a final score over Louisville 45-10 number 9 Florida 5-1 at 4-2 South Carolina Florida defeats South Carolina, final score 38-27. Auburn 5-1, and, and number 11, they traveled to Arkansas, who is 2-4. Auburn defeats Arkansas today by a final score of 52-10. Number 6, Wisconsin, they were 6-0 at Illinois, who is 
Illinois upsets number six Wisconsin last second field goal by James McCourt by a final score of 24 to 23. Purdue was two and four. They traveled to Iowa, number 23, who is four and two. Iowa ends up winning this matchup by a final score of 26 to 17. West Virginia, who is three and three, they traveled to Oklahoma, who number five Oklahoma, who is six and zero. Oh. Oklahoma defeats West Virginia by a final score of 45-14. to 14. In local college football action, last night, we had, or Thursday night, we had um, Chattanooga ended up defeating UVA Wise by a final score of 16-13. to 13. Today in local college football action on the Division II ranks, Tusculum defeats UVA Wise by a final score of of 21 to 19, despite UVA Wise winning the turnover battle 4 to 1, and really controlling the game on the defensive side of the ball, and the punting unit was fantastic in this game. Uh, played great ball control, and just really uh, gave us every opportunity in the world we could do to win this game. But the uh, kicking woes and the uh, Kicker Darian Basco ended up missing an extra point, so we had to chase a two-point conversion, which we missed, and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. Tusculum uh, goes up 21-12 to there early in the third quarter. UVA Wise gets a touchdown late to go 21-19. to Darian Basco makes the extra point that time. They go for an onside kick. Tusculum recovers it, and that was the end of the game. UVA Wise goes to 1-6 on the year now. They are 0-5 now in South Atlantic Conference play. So it will not get any easier for the Highland Cavaliers. Next week they will be on the road at Wingate, who is nationally ranked, entering this week at number 14. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of the year goes for the Highland Cavaliers. Start out with a huge win over Chawan, 40-22, and really had a lot of momentum out of the gate. Uh, lost a close one down at Tennessee Tech, thirty-one to seventeen or thirty-four to seventeen, I should say. And then from there, it's really just been kind of a struggle. We lost to Mars Hill, twenty-one to fourteen there um, in mid-September. Uh, when we had three straight road games at Carson Newman, we lost forty-two to seven. Played at number eight Lenore Ryan, we lost to them sixty-two to six. And then we played at Newberry, lost to them 30-7. to And then today we ended up losing to Tusculum by a final score of 21-19. to So Tusculum goes to 2-5 and five on the year, 2-4, and four, or 2-3 and three in the Mountain East, Con or South Atlantic Conference, excuse me. And UVA Wise goes to 1-6, and 0-5 oh and in the South Atlantic Conference. UVA Wise will be on the road next week to take on number 16, Wingate. So it should be a very interesting matchup there. Hopefully UVA Wise can continue to play strong on the defensive side of the ball and the special teams, and the offense can improve just a little bit here as the season progresses and we move towards the end of the year. So there's your look at the uh, major college football action from earlier today, along with some local action. We took a look back at Southeast Kentucky, Northeast Tennessee, and Southwest Virginia in high school football from this week. 
when we come back, we'll take a look at the NFL schedule for week seven and get you prepped for that. Stay tuned. You're listening to the ET Considers Everything podcast here on Anchor. Thank you so much for listening. And we're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast, getting you set for NFL Week 7 action, ladies and gentlemen. I know those breaks only seem like two or three seconds at a time, but I do pause these uh, podcasts to uh, let myself catch my breath there for a minute. And uh, I don't go continuously. I go for about a segment or two and then take a break. So this will probably be the last segment I record for today. NFL schedule Week 7. On Thursday night, we had Kansas City, who was 4-2. They traveled to Denver, who was 2-4. Kansas City defeats Denver 30-6, but it comes at a price as starting quarterback Patrick Mahomes was hurt for the Kansas City Chiefs. He goes down with a dislocated kneecap. No structural damage to his knee, so that's the good news. Bad news is he'll probably be out for about a month. Uh, Kansas City is looking probably to keep him out until they have their team bye week in the second week of November. So I think that's a smart move by them. Keep him safe, and we'll see how they play here throughout the next few games without Patrick Mahomes. Moving to games for tomorrow, Oakland is 3-2. and two. They travel to Green Bay, who's 5-1. and one. That's a 1 p.m. kickoff. These next few are 1 p.m. kickoffs. San Francisco 5-0 and at Washington 1-5. and LA Rams, who are 3-3. Three and three. At Atlanta, who's 1-5. and five. Miami, who's 0-6. They travel to Buffalo, who's 4-1. and one. Jacksonville, who's 1-5. and five. They travel to Cincinnati, who's 0-6. Minnesota, who's 4-4. Four and four. They travel to Detroit, who's 2-2-1. Two, two Houston, who's 4-2. and two. They travel to Indianapolis, who's 3-2. and two. Arizona, who's 2-3-1. and one, Travel to the New York Giants, who's 2-4. and four. These games are at 4.05 p.m. The L.A. Chargers, who are 2-4, and four, travel to Tennessee to take on the 3-3 three and three Tennessee Titans. New Orleans Saints, who are 5-1, and one, they travel to Chicago to take on the 3-2 and two Chicago Bears. 4.25 kickoff for this one. Baltimore, who's 5-1, and one, they travel to Seattle, who's also 5-1. and one. <coughs> Excuse me, that should be the game of the weekend. Philadelphia, who's 3-3. Three and three. They travel to Dallas, who's also 3-3. Three and three. That game's scheduled for an 8.20 p.m. kick. And then on Monday Night Football, it'll be New England, who's 6-0, and oh, traveling to the New York Jets, who are 1-4. That game will take place at 8.15 p.m. on Monday night. Bye weeks for this week are Pittsburgh, who's 2-4, and four, Cleveland, who's 2-4, and four, Tampa Bay, who's 2-3, and three, and Carolina, who is at... Four and two. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's your look at the NFL schedule for this week. I recap the high school football action for this week. I looked at the uh, college football action from earlier today, recapped the game from last night for Ohio State. Then I looked ahead at the NFL action for Sunday and Monday with a look back at the Denver Broncos and Kansas City Chiefs game from Thursday, along with the injury there. And MLB news, there will be a game six being played tonight between the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees. That game will be at Minute Maid Park. That game slated for 8.08 Eastern time. I believe it will be a battle of the bullpens as both teams will be 
saving their major starters for Houston, it's Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, and for New York, it's Masahiro Tanaka for Game Seven. So we'll see what takes place there. The NASCAR Monster Energy Cup Series are at Kansas tomorrow. It's the final race in the round of 12, as four more drivers will be eliminated to get down to the final eight. And uh, should be a very fun weekend of motorsports. And uh, Manchester United will be taking on Liverpool tomorrow in the Premier League. And just a, a lot, a lot more great um, sports action to come here over the weekend. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, my name is E.T. Eric Tyler Mullins. If y'all don't mind, uh, share this podcast with your friends. I'm on Anchor. I'm on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, just wherever you can listen to your podcast, I'm there. Let your friends know about it. Let your family know about it. And uh, thanks so much for your support, ladies and gentlemen. It means the world to be able to come to you as often as I can. Usually try to do it about once a week to uh, recap the major sports action that I follow each and every week. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, my name is E.T. Eric Talamullins. For E.T. Considers Everything, y'all have a wonderful night, and I'll see y'all down the road. Thank y'all. Have a good one.